Welcome to episode 21 of the Graham Cochran Show. We can legally drink now in this show where I'm here to help you build an online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Actually, it's funny. I looked at my laptop literally where I said that, which made me think as if I needed to look at my notes to know what my darn name was. But I know my name. It's the name of this show because supposedly I just am not creative enough to come up with a better name, or I just love myself so much that I named a show after myself. Don't blame me. Uh, My friends told me I should name it this show, so I'm going to blame my friends. We're going to talk about content today. If you're brand new to business and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I pump out a ton of content? But also, if you are not new to business and you're in the same game because you hear me preaching content, 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 and you're saying, Graham, I've been doing content. I'm running out of ideas. I know exactly what you mean. I'm going to help you map out a year's worth of content like that. I'm going to give you my exact strategy for doing that. Uh, Before we dive into today's episode, I want to point you to my passive income workshop if you haven't already watched this free training. This is a 45, 50-minute mini class I've put together for you. If you are stuck in your nine to five trying to make the leap to starting your own business or you have started an online business, but you're not making revenue, it's not growing, and you're wondering, am I missing something? It's quite possible that you are missing something. There are four key components to passive income. We touched on them in one of the previous episodes of this show, but I dive deep into these concepts inside the workshop. Uh, In the workshop, you're going to learn how to discover your profitable idea. That's where a lot of people get stuck. What What could I even build a business around? Uh, I'm going to show you the best and fastest way to get paying customers. There's a lot of controversy on the best way to reach people and sell to them. I'm going to show you who the best people are to sell to and how to sell to them faster. I'm going to teach you how to transition from little side thing to full time in your business. I'm going to show you the map of how this works. The exact tools and software that I'm using to run a million dollar a year business so you know exactly what to use. And you don't have to use all the paid stuff. You can get started for as little as $50. That's how I started my business with less than 50 bucks. And better than any of that is once you get this thing built inside this workshop, I show you how to automate it. That's one of my favorite words, automation, so that this machine prints money for you 24-7. It might be a little bit of money, but imagine a little machine spinning out 500 bucks a month for you without you really having to touch it. That's a beautiful thing. Now, when you learn to ramp that up, it's the same model that I'm using to run my seven-figure business. It's largely hands-off. And that's what I teach you inside this workshop, and it's free. It's the best thing I can give you if you're like, hey, I'm listening to the podcast, I'm watching these videos, I'm, I'm ready to dive in deep. That's why this workshop exists. You might as well go watch it. Just head over to grahamcochran.com slash workshop pretty creative. GrahamCochran.com slash workshop. It's about 45 minutes. Uh, It'll be worth your time. No fluff. I just dive right in and it's action-packed, but manageable. Action-packed and manageable. And the whole class is designed to teach you how to create your first thousand dollars a month of passive income in just 30 minutes a day. Because I know you don't have a ton of time. So I have crafted together my best material for those of you who are super busy. And uh, if you can make $1,000 a month in this business, then you can scale it. It's as simple as that. So check it all out for free at grahamcochran.com slash workshop. And let's dive into the content today. If you have an online business, if you um, create content like a podcast like this, if you make videos for YouTube, right? If you write 
articles. If you're pumping out content, maybe you can identify with how I used to feel when I made content. I would sit there like I'm sitting now and I'd be ready to pump out a video or write an article because I needed another piece of content for the week. And I would look at my screen and be blank and I would just stare at it, waiting for a genius blog or video idea to jump out at me. I don't know where it was gonna come from. It's as if I, if I stare at the screen long enough, the neurons in my brain will connect and I'll have some genius idea for a great piece of content that's gonna go viral and change the world and grow my business. And it was a scramble. It was a scramble because the clock was always ticking. I knew, okay, I gotta have a new video out by Thursday, let's say. So this is a week in advance. Maybe I'll come up with an idea. No, okay, now it's Monday of the week. No, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, Dude, now it's Thursday. Now I need to get this video out today. And I still don't have a good idea. And then I would come up with something and I, you know, it probably wasn't good because I made it up on the fly. Didn't have time to think about it. Didn't have time to, to really get some golden nuggets or really think about how people can apply the material. I just was winging it just winging it. Now, here's the good news for me. Pretty good at winging it. I mean, I figured that out in high school, okay? But that's not a great strategy, okay? Winging it is not a life strategy. I'm not a life coach, but if I were your life coach, I would say, stop winging your marriage. Stop winging parenting. Stop winging your career. Intentionality, having a plan, is way better than winging it. Granted, we can't control everything, but planning always leads to a better outcome because you've thought it through, right? So I just got sick and tired of being stressed out all the time and not knowing what kind of content to create. Now, give you some context. When people tell me, Graham, I've been putting out videos for a year and I'm running out of ideas, I almost want to throw up in my mouth just a little bit because <laughs> I'm like, you have no idea, bro. I've been putting out content for a decade. And for the first four years of that 10-year span, I put out three pieces of content a week, every week. Then for the next three years, it was two pieces of content. And now for the previous three, it's been one piece of content. Okay? I am 10 years in. I have 1,000 to 2,000 articles slash videos on the Recording Revolution that I've pumped out over the years. Dude, if you're having a hard time coming up with content after one year, something's broken. Now, you're not crazy because we've all been there. I'm kind of being a little mean. I'm kind of picking on this fictional you. But to give you some context, it is possible to create relevant, engaging, helpful, valuable content 10 years into a business that still feeds your online business and drives the ship powers the machine because that's what your content does. You cannot stop making content. You shouldn't stop making content. You should stop other things before you stop content. Content is what's going to drive your business. And the people who give up on content who say, well, I already made 100 videos. I'm just going to let those spin. They're the people that are going to lose. The algorithms are based off of looking for fresh content, right? Consistency in general is clear to, to everyone when it's there, when it's not there. If there's a drop off, if they've seen the same video on your channel for six months, they're not gonna engage with your content when there's someone else who's got a video that just came out today that's on the same subject. They're gonna engage with that person's content. 
okay? Content drives this whole thing. The good news is you can cut back on almost everything else in your business once you've built your product line and built your funnel and done everything that I teach inside the Passive Income Workshop, and you can just commit to the content game, and this thing can spin. That's how I've been able to take the Recording Revolution, my, my main business, from 32 hours a week, which is what I did at its, its peak, four days a week, uh, 32 hours, down to less than five hours a week for me, okay? Because all that's required of me is content for the most part. So content is critical. You got to be able to put out content for decades. So the question is, how do you do that? That got even harder for me when I started this business, okay? I'm not only making content for the Recording Revolution, I'm shooting these podcasts for you. I'm making videos for this Graham Cochran brand. How do I do that? How do you do that? Well, I'm not just a machine, okay? I literally had coffee with a buddy from church yesterday, actually the guy who took my place as the worship leader. Um, and he always is apologizing for like meeting me for coffee. I know you're so busy. I know you got so much going on. I'm like, bro, I'm not that busy. I'm I literally am not that busy. But there's like the illusion or it seems like I'm busy from the outside, but I'm really not. And it just reminds me that it looks like I might be busy, but I'm not. The heavy lifting's already been done for my content, and that's what I want to share with you today. I have a lot of students over in my six-figure coaching community who've been asking about the content strategy. How do you map out your content? How do you make sure you have enough content going forward? And today, I want to give you literally my content strategy for you to be able to map out a year's worth of content in advance. Because imagine this. Instead of you sitting and looking at your laptop and saying, oh my gosh, I don't know uh, what to talk about on the podcast this week. I don't know what video to shoot. I'm just hoping an idea will hit me. Instead of doing that, which, which is what I did for years, what if you had a list of a year's worth of content perfectly mapped out that you could just pull up when it's time to shoot a video or write an article or record a podcast, and you just go through your list and say, hmm, that looks good. I'll do that one today. How much easier would your life be how much better would you feel in general going into a 12-month period of time, whether it's the new year or just the next 12 months of your business and saying, I've already got content planned out for the next 12 months. I don't need to be creative at all. I could take a break from being creative and coming up with content ideas for a whole year. Imagine how that would feel, the confidence you would have. Imagine what that would free your brain up to be able to do. Mm, things like engage with your audience, interact with them, learn about them, learn how you can serve them better. Engage with your systems on the back end. Make sure that your email funnel is converting well and make sure that your opt-in rates are good on your email list and make sure your product line and your product suite fits together with your whole ecosystem and it's desirable. Tweaking your offers, tweaking your price points, launching something new. You could devote so much more brain power to those things if your content was already mapped out. And that's what I'm gonna share with you how to do. It's so easy. I'm gonna share this with you today and encourage you to follow suit because for the first probably five years of my business, I didn't do that. I just won it. Okay, the Graham Cochran way, just won it. The last five years, I've had a lot more intentionality in this process. And in the, really, it took me two years of trying out different types of planning, a month out, a couple months out. And to the last two or three years, I've been a year out it just, I have to just do a year in advance. And it's just as much work, just as easy. So you might as well do a year. So here's the simple process. This is really simple. You ready? Okay. It starts with what I call content buckets. Okay. This is not 
a, a brilliant concept that I invented. But if you haven't done this, maybe you already do this without thinking about it. So maybe this will just clarify what you're already doing in, instinctually. But if you haven't done this, you need to start doing this right now. Whether you're a podcaster, YouTuber, blogger, all of the above, you need to have content buckets. What are content buckets? Very simple. In your niche, in the area that you are speaking into, you could be a fitness instructor, right? With an online business. You could be a motorcycle mechanic with an online business. Those are my brothers-in-law, by the way. You could be a life coach. You could be a lawyer. You could be a, an accountant. You could be teaching audio and recording like I do. It could be any of these things. These are all real students of mine. Whatever your topic is in general, whatever area you're in in general, you should be able to identify four to five main categories or buckets in which all of your content would live. So for example, if you were a fitness instructor, right? If you were a personal trainer and you were like, I'm tired of working in a gym. I want to open my own coaching business online. I want to create content. I want to have passive income because I'm tired of working all these crazy hours, right? And doing all these boot camps on the weekend. I want to have my time back. And you're saying, Graham, I'm buying into this passive income thing. I'm going to build an online business. I'm going to create content on weight loss and fitness and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Think about that fitness instructor. What are four or five content buckets she might have? Okay. Weight loss. It's probably going to be a content bucket. You have a ton of content just on how to lose weight, weight loss things, dieting, all that stuff, just weight loss. Uh, probably fitness, just in general, getting more fit, right? Probably food and nutrition. You could almost like weight loss could be one category and fitness, uh, food and nutrition could be its own category, okay? Maybe there's a whole category on sleep and recovery, Maybe there's a category on workout routines specifically. I'm not sure. But you want to do the work, and you only have to do this once, of looking at, A, either the content you've already put out across the last year or two or however many years you've done this, or B, if you were to think about all the things you're teaching or could teach or could share or could coach somebody one-on-one, -on -one, could you categorize them under four or five main categories? This is some helpful work. This does two things for you. One, it's going to help you do what I'm about to show you in a second. It's going to help you make content so much faster, which is good for you. Two, what I think it does for your students and for your audience is it gives a lot more structure and intentionality to what you produce. So instead of just random content, that's probably all good. I mean, I'm assuming you're good. I'm assuming you really know what your audience loves. I'm assuming your content's good. But instead of it just being random, in one week it's this, one week it's that, and one week it's over here, there's actually some order. There's underneath the randomness, seeming randomness of your content, your students will start to see patterns and order. For example, this business, this podcast, okay? There are four main content buckets. Do you know what they are? You might be able to figure them out if you pay attention to the podcast, or if you go to the website or the YouTube channel, you can see the categories already mapped out for you, which are my content buckets. Okay, ready? They are start your business. That's the name of one of my content buckets, start your business. Can you imagine what kind of content lives in that bucket? Okay, content on starting a business. This is one of them. How to map out your content for a year, to me, fits in a start your business kind of uh, bucket. 
It also applies to people already with a business, but it's like, how do I, how do I get this thing going? How do I think about content, right? Start your business would also include what tools to get started. How do you get your first customer? How do you know what to charge? How do you know what products to build or how to build products? All of this type of content fits under the start your business content bucket. Okay, that's one of mine. The second one is grow your income. What kind of content do you think fits in that bucket? Webinar strategies, sales copy, email funnels, right? Like strategies to build out a suite of products that actually increases your average order value by 50%. Anything that's all having to do with growth, right? It's not beginner stuff of how to get started as much as it is, how do you grow what you have already started? And there's overlap, of course, but I've got your grow your income bucket. Start your business, grow your income. What's another one? Work-life balance, okay? When I'm talking to you about how your phone is enslaving you to your work, when I make fun of the hashtag hustle, these are all pieces of content under the work-life balance bucket. It's very important to me and to this brand, and it's one-fourth of the kind of content I'm creating is talking about how your work has to integrate with your life. It does regardless whether you address it or not intentionally. It is integrated with your life and it affects your life and your life affects your work. And ignoring that is to ignore reality. And so I love to talk about and I'm passionate about talking about and creating content around the topic of how your work and your life integrate. Okay, that's gonna be an entire bucket of content. And the fourth one for me is success mindsets. So I'm not talking about tactics. I'm not talking about sales copy. I'm not even talking about work-life balance. I'm talking about the way you think and how to think differently, how to change your mindset so that you'll be successful. Content examples uh, for me under this category are things like you don't have competition, you have collaborators. That's a mindset. I don't believe in the idea of competition. You should go listen to that episode. I believe in the concept of collaborators. I'm trying to teach you to shift the way you think so that you'll have success in your life and business. That is not tactical, it's philosophical, and it fits in that bucket. Those are the four main content buckets that I run this business under. There's a fifth and a sixth that come up from time to time. Book reviews is one. Uh, I just did a couple episodes the last two weeks on money. So I created another bucket called Money Talk, right? So the idea is like, think about all the stuff you could teach. You could probably narrow it down into four to five main areas. And I want you to, I literally want you to write down and edit and rewrite until you have four to five categories or content buckets that anything and everything you could ever create could fit under. Let's say 97%, okay? Because there's always going to be a few pieces of content that you do one-offs that maybe are just so different and they don't fit. Or you want to do a, a series of, of videos or series of episodes that don't quite fit under that topic. That's totally fine. You're free to do whatever you want. But on the whole, your content should fit into four or five buckets. And when you've articulated what these are to yourself, they really help serve your audience better because now you have a little bit more intentionality about your content and you have balance because you know you're going to want to hit all four to five of those categories somewhat regularly. Okay, so I want you to create your four to five buckets. This could take you five minutes. This could take you an hour. But once you create them, you're good to go. That's step one. Step two is, if you don't know what kind of content to create, even if you do, you should do step two, is ask your audience what they need help with. Okay, so again, my brother-in-law, uh, Will, he just reached out on Instagram I saw the other day. He's a fitness instructor. Um, and he reached out on Insta Stories 
and was asking what is one of your number one fitness goals for the rest of the year? You know, he's asking kind of to figure out what your fitness goals are. I want to be able to help you out with your goals. And he's, he's reaching out, he's getting feelers out to see the people that follow him, at least on Instagram. And I'm, I'm sure he does this with his email list as well from time to time. What are they trying to accomplish? What is the, the dream for them? Or what pain are they trying to get rid of, right? So is it a weight loss goal? Is it a fitness goal? For him, he specializes in fitness and back pain. So is, it a, is there back pain they're trying to fight, but they still want to be able to run or do something else? He's fishing for what their goals are. So then he can think about some content he could create that would help them reach their goals. Another way you could ask it is, what is your biggest frustration right now related to fitness, weight loss, if that's your topic, right? I'll ask you from time to time, what's your biggest frustration right now in your business? I don't know what it is. It's open-ended enough for you to tell me. You gotta tell me. The best content is in response to the need. So I always wanna start with knowing what my audience wants. And so I want you to ask your audience on social media if you have accounts and definitely on email. Shoot an email to your people. Your email should never just be one-sided. Every once in a while, you should reach out and ask for feedback on something. A, it shows that you care, that you listen. And B, it's really helpful to you. So get an idea of what your audience wants and then just bullet point it, take notes, right? Just bust it all down into a Google Doc just without any order, just to get everything, copy and paste anything anybody says in a running Google Doc. And then what you want to do once a year is your content map out getaway. Okay, what is this? I'm going to be very specific here, and I really encourage you to follow the steps very closely. You can, of course, do whatever you want, but I think there's something somewhat magical about doing it this way. Here's what I do. In December, either before Christmas or if I have downtime after Christmas, which I usually do, my kids are off school for a couple weeks. I generally don't work for two to four weeks in December. Sometimes I'll take all of December off. For sure, the last two weeks of the school year or the, the year when my, my kids are out of school, I take off completely. Got a lot of downtime. Even if you don't have a lot of downtime, even if you work a full-time job, at the end of the year, in December, sometime, I want you to book a hotel room. Go book a hotel room in your town, or you can go somewhere really cool if you really want to, but you don't have to go far away. Book a hotel room, get away for one night. If you're married, if you have kids, ask your spouse, hey, babe, I need to get away for one night to do some strategic work to map out my entire next year's worth of content, okay? Will you watch the kids or you cool with me spending 150 bucks to get away for one night to do some simple but focused work that will help me out for the rest of the year? Hopefully your spouse can catch the vision for why this is gonna be helpful to you uh, and you can do that. Shouldn't be too big of a deal. Work that out with your spouse and I'll get away for one night and what I do is I go to the hotel. I like to go to the beach because I'm not too far, so I'll just book a room on the beach because I like to sit out on the balcony and like look at the ocean and then I like to take breaks and go for a walk on the beach. Long walks on the beach by myself. Literally, it's one of my favorite things to do. I don't need you. I don't need friends. I just need me and the beach. Mostly because I'm an introvert. I do need friends. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. It's just 
we're being honest with each other, right? So <laughs> I like to walk on the beach. I like to see the ocean. It's calming for me, but it doesn't matter. Go somewhere, get away in a hotel room. And the idea is simple. Drink a lot of coffee, maybe have a beer, but you know, you want to stay focused. Open up your Google Doc. On your Google Doc or Word Doc, whatever you like to do, it's, this is very simple. You put four or five headings. These are your content buckets. And then underneath these content buckets, I want you to just bullet out 10 to 12 post ideas based off of what your audience was telling you and what you already know you want to share in the coming year. The idea is, let's say you have four content buckets, four main categories. Instead of thinking about a year's worth of content, I want you to assume you're going to make one piece of content a week. Now, if you can make more than that, wonderful. But I don't think you need to map out more than one piece of content a week ahead of time. So if you're two times a week, if you're three times a week, good for you, but maybe you can make some spin-off content or maybe it's more like Facebook Lives or maybe it's more answering a question or a little bit easier. But of, I want you to have at least one stellar piece of content per week. So how many weeks are there in a year? 52. So you're basically shooting for about 50 bullet points here, 50 topic ideas, loose ideas, right? And so by having the content buckets, all you need to do, if you have four content buckets, four categories, you need just 12 post ideas for each bucket. That'll give you 48, right? 12 in each category, that'll give you 48. If you have five content buckets, then just 10 in each category. That'll give you 50, right? And then there's two to four weeks that you can come up with on the fly. The idea is by breaking it down, if I only have to come up with 12 start your business topics or post ideas, in a year, I, I can do that mentally. I can sit down. It might only take me 10 minutes. It might take me an hour. But I could sit down in the hotel room with no distractions and say, okay, if I could only share 12 main things in the next year related to starting your business, what would I talk about? That's not overwhelming at all. Because you probably have a million things you could talk about. So it kind of makes you think, what are the 12 most important things that I need to teach that I kind of haven't taught yet to my audience for people who are starting a business, right? Start banging it out. Bang out as many of those as you can. If you get stuck at four or five or six, move on to the next category. Okay, grow your income. If I could only teach 12 topics or 12 ideas or 12 concepts in the next year to my audience about how to grow their business, get more growth, what I teach. Bang out as many as you can think of. Okay, going on to work-life balance. If I could only teach, and you go through each category. Do as many as you can per category, and then move on to the next one when you stall out. When you run out of ideas, hopefully you've got some in each category, go back to Instagram, go back to your email list, go back to your research, go back into your podcast analytics or your YouTube analytics or your uh, Google Analytics on your blog and see which posts tend to get the most eyeballs, which videos get the most engagement, which podcasts get the highest reviews. All of these things give you indicators of what content to do more of. So for example, if in the audio space on the recording revolution side of things, anytime I do a video about vocals, how to make your vocal recordings sound better, it just does really well. 
it gets more clicks and views, which tells me that people haven't even seen the video, but they can see the title that it's about vocals and they're interested. So there's in general interest in that topic. I get a lot of comments on vocal related videos. I get good follow-up questions related to vocals. That tells me, hey, Graham, you've been talking about vocals for a decade, but you should probably make more content in this next year about vocals. Okay, that might lead you to a question, which will, Graham, if I've already covered it, how do I cover it again? That's almost a topic for another day, but let's address it here briefly. Your job is not to innovate, okay? Let me repeat myself. Your job as a content creator is not to innovate. Do I mean I don't want you to be creative and come up with new things and new ways to share things? No, I don't want you to just repeat the same thing over and over again. But the point of a content creator is not to bring something new to the table because guess what? There is nothing new. I feel like I'm quoting King Solomon almost every other episode. But in the book of Proverbs, in the Bible, King Solomon says, excuse me, in Ecclesiastes, in the Bible, which is another book he wrote, there is nothing new under the sun, okay? You ever heard that phrase? That's who you can attribute it to, King Solomon. There is nothing new under the sun. And he said that like in 970 BC, okay? There's definitely nothing new under the sun in 2019 AD. Nothing new. You're not new. I'm not new. That might be tough to hear, but I think it's freeing. The moment you take off the pressure to have to create something new, is the moment you can finally start serving your audience. They don't need you to be new. There is nothing new. You know what they need? They need help. They need clarity, right? We talked about this a few episodes ago. Where there's overwhelm, there's opportunity. Episode 16. They don't need you to create something new. They just need you to clarify, give them step-by-step -step, uh, plans to follow so they can get results in this world of overwhelm. So if you're a fitness instructor, you don't need to come up with some new diet, right? You don't, you don't need to trademark something new. You don't need to have some revolutionary like ab workout. What do you need to do? You need to clarify all the overwhelm and get your clients and your students results. So when you take off the pressure of needing to innovate as a content creator, which you don't, that's just narcissistic and self-obsessed, like, oh, I gotta go mess up the new, I gotta be great. You don't need to be great. Serve your people. That's what makes you great, right? Get them results. That's what makes them you great. Then that gives you the freedom to talk about the things you've already talked about. Look, I've been teaching audio and recording for 10 years. Literally, I am literally one month away from my 10-year anniversary of my very first post on the Recording Revolution, the day that I'm recording this. For 10 years, I've been talking about the same thing. How do I keep talking about the same thing? Okay, for one, there's always different angles to look at the same thing, right? We could be talking about weight loss, losing weight, fewer calories in, right, than you burn, right? Very, very simple. You could just say, just eat less food, right? And you'll lose weight. But you could look at weight loss from a million different angles. You could look at it from gender specific. How do women handle weight loss in their bodies differently than men? Because guess what? They're not the same. Uh, what about age? Age and weight loss. What about the risks of weight loss that's unhealthy and unsafe? What about 
counting your macros as a way to weight loss, where it's not just about fewer calories, it's about certain type of calories. I mean, there's a million, we're all talking about weight loss over and over again, but there's different angles. You look at it slightly different, you can get a new nuance. That's one way to talk about the same thing over and over again. Look at it from just a slightly different perspective or angle or nuance. The second way is as you create content month after month, year after year, your experience with your students, with your topic changes and evolves. You become more experienced. You run into more unique challenges. You have more stories of people that had this response or dealt with this issue. And that gives you something else to talk about. Case studies, right? Success stories, news articles related to your topic, new trends in your industry, a new tool or service related to your industry, a new self-discovery in your own life related to your industry, an opinion that you used to hold that you have now shifted on, right? There's a million things that evolve with you over time as you just live longer that give you a fresh take on the same topic. And that's what I want you to get at is you're gonna be talking about these same things over and over again. So if you feel like, okay, I've mapped out some of my content, Graham, but I'm running out of ideas, go back to what's already worked. That's my whole point. Go back to the topics that are the hot button topics in your niche, right? How can you talk about them again this year in a fresh, fresh way, fresh angle, fresh perspective? That's why I want you to get away for a night because if you've never done this before, it's gonna take you a few hours. It's gonna take you time to walk away Go down to the, the restaurant in the hotel and get a bite. You know, go out for a walk on the beach or in the city, you know, watch a movie, take a nap, but then come back to it, right? And your whole goal is just to have 10 to 12 bulleted ideas in each of those content buckets in one simple Google Doc. That's it. You don't need to have all the notes. You don't even have to have the names. But what I do is like, I'll say, I've got my Google Doc here that I'm pulling up. And I might say uh, next to a note, um, right, I, had, I did a, a video a while ago called How to Build a Digital Product for Under $400. That was an idea I had. People had asked about it. And so I wrote that as like, hey, I want to do a video on this. And then I put in parentheses what, what you need to use so I wouldn't forget my own idea. And I was like, you can do it with your iPhone. I'm going to teach them the DIY lighting kit that I use, uh, a program called ScreenFlow, uh, Kajabi, and then a specific microphone that I use. So I just put in parentheses the, what I wanna share in that post while it's fresh in my mind. So there's no real notes, but it's just like, here's the topic. And if I had specific things like three steps to make a million dollars in five days, if I, if, dude, if I can come up with that video, I will definitely post it. I don't know how to do that. But if I could, um, I would write down really quickly what those three steps were so I don't forget, right? So I can call to mind what I was thinking the day I, I put all that content together. So the idea is just bullet them out. Bullet them out, right? When you have this Google Doc, and again, you don't have to do this in December. You don't have to wait till December to do this. You can do this right now. You can do this this weekend. It's all about having a plan. I like to do it on the calendar year because it just it just flows nicely. It's a great way to end a year and come into January knowing, like as we get to the end of this year, 2019, as I'm taping this, you know, December, when I map out a year's worth of content for this brand, I'm gonna go into 2020 feeling really good about the whole year because I know I've got a year's worth of great content ideas to serve you with on this podcast. I'll have all of next year's podcast topics already mapped out before January 1, and that's how I can guarantee quality for you. 
takes the pressure off. And then here's here's the two benefits for you, right? With that pressure off, number one, you can focus the whole year on just creating. You can just focus on actually delivering the content for one and making it awesome. So when you sit down to do your next video or do your next blog post or do your next podcast, you're not thinking about the what to talk about. You're thinking about how do I want to share this? What cool things do I want to mention? Uh, what other resources do, resources do I want to point people to at the end of this episode? What quote do I want to bring in that really hits this home? You're getting creative about the content because you already know the what. You know the big idea. And that's the hardest thing is to know the big idea. But you've already mapped it out for the year because you got away at a hotel. You got out of your physical environment, which is so important. You're in a new environment. Your brain thinks differently, right? There's the whole idea uh, that I learned from Jay Abraham called the creativity switch. And the idea is that your brain is so, so smart that it tries to become as efficient as possible, right? Um, which is just proof that God wants us to be efficient as possible. That's the way he wired our brains. Our brains naturally become efficient. What do I mean? If you drive the same route to work every day, day after day after day, your brain can now shut off because it has learned when to turn where to go, it doesn't need to concentrate nearly as much and because it's it knows what it's doing. So it conserves energy. What that does for you though, is that you don't notice things. Your brain kind of goes into autopilot mode, which is kind of sleepy. And so you're actually not that creative because your brain's just conserving energy. It's being efficient. And Jay Abraham's idea was they'd done these studies where if you take a different route to work one day, just drive a back roads or don't take the interstate or just go you know around the other way, because you're seeing something different that your brain doesn't normally notice from day to day, it wakes up. It's like new visual stimuli, new street signs, new cars, new buildings, new sites. And your brain wakes up. When your brain wakes up, your creativity can start to flow in other areas. And so Jay Abraham's concept in this lecture he was giving was do things differently. Change up your day. Change up your routine. If you normally wake up and take a shower first thing and then go eat breakfast and then read the paper, if you want more creativity in your business and your life, change up your morning routine for a while. Wake up, read the paper first, then take a shower. You know, Or wake up and exercise first if you don't normally do that. Or just do something different so your brain has to wake up. It can't go on autopilot. And then the juices pump creativity flows, and your, your, your heightened awareness is then there for you to tap into. That's why if you go to a hotel somewhere different that's not at your home office, not at your actual office, something different visual stimuli, different smells, different sounds, your brain wakes up, and you're gonna be able to tap into all of the ideas that I know you have. You know you have them. You just don't have them when you're on the spot trying to come up with content, right? So you go somewhere else for one night, you map out the 10 to 12 bullets per topic. So it's not overwhelming. You're not thinking about a year's worth of content. You're thinking about 10 to 12 ideas per category. And now you come into the new year and you're freed up to create. You're not bogged down. You're freed up to create, which is a huge benefit. And the second benefit is, again, for your audience. If you have content buckets and you've gotten them mapped out evenly, let's say you have four buckets, 12 ideas per bucket, like I generally do. Guess what? There's typically four weeks in a month. Hmm. Now, when I sit down to shoot a month's worth of content for you, I can make sure I've got a work-life balance episode, a growing your income episode, a starting your business episode, and a success mindsets episode, which creates balance in my content for you, creates balance so that I'm 
talking to all the people in my audience evenly. I'm not hanging on one type of category forever, although you can do that for a couple of weeks if you want to, of course. But overall, you have a nice flow of balance and you don't realize, man, I've been three months and I haven't done a single work-life balance video. I probably should do one to keep it balanced. You are gonna automatically be balanced. You just check off one idea from each content bucket each month. It's real simple. This is not mind-blowing stuff. It's just that nobody actually does this. And as someone who does this and used to not do this, I can attest to the benefit it makes. I'm, what are we, in September right now? I had not been stressed about content all year. I've known exactly what I'm gonna talk about. Now, I haven't picked what day I'm gonna talk about each thing because that's the freedom of the list is I can say, I don't wanna do that video today or this month. I'll get to it later this year, but I really am interested in doing these videos this month. You get to pick. You made the list. Or your audience is saying, please, can you talk about this? Can you talk about this? And you look up and you're like, you know what? I already had a plan to do those videos. I'm gonna jump to those now because people are requesting them. Or people are requesting you to talk about a certain topic that you didn't map out in your getaway planning night. You know, like, huh, I mapped out 48, 50 pieces of content, but I didn't map out any content related to this topic that everybody's asking me about. Well, guess what? Do it. You don't have to stick to your list. The list is there so that you don't run out of ideas. But if you get a good idea from your audience and they're begging you for it, pause the list, do what they're asking you for, and then the list will be there when you get back. That's the freedom and the benefit you get of having this year's worth of content mapped out. So two things for you. One, I want you, if you haven't already, to make a content list for the rest of this calendar year. So do a mini one of these. If you can't get away for a night in a hotel, take a half day, take a Saturday, go to your favorite coffee shop, go to the park, go somewhere, and take a few hours and map out a mini version of this through the end of this year, whenever you're listening to this. But then in December of this year, for sure, I want you to get away to a hotel. So use some of your business profit. It's a business expense. Book a hotel room. If you're like me, I just get Hilton Honors points. So the rooms are going to be free nine times out of 10. She's got so many points, which is awesome. So I'll go stay for free, which is even cheaper than having to pay for it. But if you have to pay for it, at least it's a tax write-off. Business expense, stay in a hotel room, and map out the next calendar year's worth of content. I want you to put both of those on the calendar. So put on the calendar when you're gonna map out the rest of this year for a menu session of this. Even if it's, again, going to a coffee shop for four hours, I want you to be honest with yourself, put that on the calendar. When are you going to do that to map out the rest of the year's content? And then as you approach December, I want you to pick a day and put on the calendar when you're gonna get away for your night to map out all of next year's content. And I want you to, if you haven't already, create your four to five content buckets and then put the, the planning night or day in your calendar you'll be good to go. That's it for today's episode. I'm gonna point you to the Passive Income Workshop because of those four components I teach in that workshop, content is the most important. And this strategy that I'm talking about in today's episode is what's gonna help you feed that content pillar. And that's usually the one that people get stressed out over, the one that requires the most ongoing effort and the one that people are afraid they're gonna run out of ideas for. So if you haven't already seen how content plays into actually putting money in your pocket, if you're 
saying, Graham, I understand that people make YouTube videos or you have a podcast, but how does it actually put money in your pocket? Is it ads? Is it sponsorships? No, it feeds a machine that helps you sell your products. And I want to show you how they all connect together. This whole workshop will break it all down for you. And again, it's free. I want you to watch it, take notes, and then go implement it. Because if you do, you can build or scale up a passive income business around whatever it is you're good at, whatever it is you're passionate about, whatever it is God put you on this earth to help people with, because I know there's something that you have that is valuable to the right person. And that's why I'm really, really excited about how these four elements fit together. And I break it all down for you in the workshop. Again, it's absolutely free. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop and check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, let me know how your uh, content planning night goes. I want to hear the results you have. And I'm, I'm holding you to it. You better go make that list. Have that Google Doc ready. It will be a lifesaver. It'll make your content better overall. Until next time, my friend, good luck on your business. I'll see you in another episode real soon.